Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. I'm with Ross Tucker. It's quarter number three. That means it's time for Ask Ross. This is where we take your questions for Ross. Best question wins the KSN Polo. If you want to submit a question for Ross, just download our app, Keystone Sports. You'll see the Ask Ross button there. Ross, we've both been teasing a special edition of Ask Ross this week. And let me explain what happened. Last week we were doing questions and sometimes I get caught in between. Do we have time enough for a last question? The last question I tried to sneak in, not only was it a question you don't want to sneak in, it was a question on a topic that you and I both want to discuss. So let's go back to that question. It came from Tony in Philadelphia, and it's going to be the one issue we're going to deal with. So I guess what? I think Tony's going to be our default winner when this is said and done. Don't let that stop you from sending in questions for next week, though. So, Ross, here we go. This is what Tony asked us uh, last week. Being a traditionalist, almost nothing gets my blood boiling more than stories about school supporters allegedly offering $8 million to a high school quarterback to come play for their school. Uh, because we know football is a true team sport, quarterbacks are only as good as their offensive line, receivers, and running backs. If you were NCAA commissioner, would you require all NIL money be equally divided among all players on the roster? Do you think this might end some of the potential problems that NIL will present? Uh, before you respond, now this is Jim talking, not Tony. Just the nature of NIL, splitting it up equally is just not going to be realistic. That's not how it's going to happen. And by the way, that alleged $8 million for a quarterback, I believe that's what happened at Tennessee. So, Ross, let's hear your take on NIL. Yeah, so I want to address the fir- the first part of it because... You didn't read last week the second part. Well, actually, I'm taking a step back. First of all, I love this segment. I love when you guys send questions. Please send them. It's, it's on the app, right, Jim? Or how else can they send yep, questions? It, it, you can also send it to us directly through email, info at ksnsports.net. Yeah, I love when you guys ask me questions, so please keep them coming. Secondly, last week when we did this, Jim, it's interesting because you just mentioned the traditionalist part of it. And I thought the question, so it's kind of two parts of this. I thought the question was more like a comment, which was, I don't really like NIL, all this money, it's getting my blood boiling, I'm a traditionalist. To which I would say, I am a traditionalist as well. I think everybody looks back on earlier times in their lives and with, with fondly, right? Like, I like, Jim, the 80s. You know, I liked when Penn State played Pitt and Notre Dame and West Virginia and won national championships every four years, too. Uh, you know, I, or at least was playing for them. So, 
I, I am a traditionalist as well, Tony. What I would say to you, though, and I think this is really important, for anyone that doesn't like that the players are getting paid now or that they're getting money now, you're talking to a guy that played in the NFL 21 years ago. I can assure you that a good amount of college football players have been getting paid forever, essentially. And definitely in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. I mean, I've talked to them. Everybody knows the SMU stories. I've talked to guys that I played with. I mean, Mississippi State and Auburn. and I mean, I've heard lots of stories, okay? So what you have to understand, first of all, is that players are already getting paid. Secondly, and I feel really strongly about this, you know, there's a lot of guys that never make the NFL. There's a lot of guys that um, have injuries in college and never go further. Or they're great college players, but they're not good enough for the NFL. Previously, if you were someone that wanted to make your team have a better football team, right? You, you really cared about Penn State football. What would you do? You would donate a lot of money to Penn State football department so that they would hire more back office coaches or they'd get, you know, a video game console in the locker for each player or you would pay your head coach more. Now it's like eight, nine million dollars a year. In other words, for eternity, people that wanted a better football team have given money to help make that happen. It just used to go to facilities and coaches and things like that. To which I would submit, Jim, and I'd like your feedback, isn't it a more worthy cause to go to the players? Like, none of us really get to see the fancy locker room, and who cares? You know, what? why are they putting so much money, millions of dollars, into making the weight room even bigger? Or the locker room even fancier? Or the stadium? I mean, or, or these coaches, they really need to be making $10 million a year? I like, frankly, Jim, I like the fact that money is going to go to these players now. I like the fact that if you're a Penn State fan or any team, and you want to contribute, you want to help your program have a better team, I like the fact that you can give the money to the player. And quite frankly, not only just give the money to the player, but you can give the money to the player and promote your business. Promote what you want if you want to. You can, you can have the player promote your business in Central PA or Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, wherever you are, state, I, I don't care, Philly, Reading. You can have them promote your business while also putting the money in the pockets or bank accounts, savings accounts of the young men you actually watch every Saturday. Honestly, Jim, I think it's, it's awkward right now. It's, it's new combined with the transfer portal. It's a lot of change at one time. But Jim, ultimately, it's better. I mean, it's, I feel strongly I'd rather have the young men putting their bodies on the line, getting the money, than hire five more coaches that none of us have ever heard of or know what they do or, you know, anything fancy for the locker room.
Real quick, Ross, a couple thoughts on this. I've always used the analogy to free agency in professional sports. When that first came out, people went crazy. It'll be the ruination of the sport. Well, guess what? It came, dust settled. We have free agency. I think of Major League Baseball first. People thought it would be the ruination of baseball. It wasn't. Kind of the same thing here. But one of the questions that's coming up is, and I want to get your take on it, we had the incident where the pit wide receiver ended up going to USC. Um, USC says, oh, there was no tampering, but he, the kid went to the highest bidder. How, what do you feel about that? And Ryan Day recently came out, and he advocated at Ohio State that they need $13 million to keep their team intact, meaning he's got good players that other schools will try to take away from them, drawing them with money. What are your thoughts on that? It's really interesting. Um, first of all, it's supposed to be illegal for the other schools to be trying to entice his current roster to come to their school. Secondly, any comments like this, he's really just talking to his boosters and really just trying to get them to pony up. But one of the issues for college football is there's no salary cap. And I think he's realizing we need at least $13 million to keep these guys. Now, I don't know that I think that that's necessarily true. And I don't really believe that that many collectives are going after Ohio State players. I don't think that they're actually going after C.J. Stroud right now and trying to get him the transfer. But I do think that there is some truth to this. There is some truth, Jim, to the very real fear that college coaches have, because I speak to them, that if you've got talented players on your roster that aren't getting NIL money, you are vulnerable. You are ripe for attack. And so I think that's why all of these programs, they're all scrambling to do whatever they can to, I think, first and foremost, take care of their guys. But ultimately, Ryan Day also kind of laid out what the dollar amount is for recruits, too. What's the difference, right? I mean, he can't say that's for recruits. He has to say it's for the guys already on Ohio State's roster. But it's really for... And by the way, none of this is how it's supposed to be. It was supposed to be money for their name, image, and likeness. He didn't even say their name. He just said a pass rusher's a million, a, a elite left tackle's a million, a quarterback's two million... Frankly, I'm surprised that a quarterback's only $2 million if a left tackle's $1 million. That That's interesting to me. Um, the point I want to make about Tony, too, that I didn't hit on, about everybody getting equal, that's an interesting thought, Tony. Very interesting thought, which would be, okay, there is no... You, you don't do a deal with a specific player. You put money into a pool... And they split it evenly. The issue with that is that's absolutely against NIL. 
And so how do you decide who actually does the events? You can't have every guy on the team getting $10,000 and yet every appearance you want Sean Clifford to be there. You know what I mean? Like people, it's supposed to be that people are paying for what they believe they'll get in return. And so it doesn't make sense that guys you've never heard of make as much money as, you know, a star player like Joey Porter Jr. or Jahan Dotson or whatever. And the fact is, uh, James Franklin was quoted also as saying he hopes that there's at least a minimal, like a base that every player would get, and then, of course, more afterwards. We'll see how it all shakes out. Ross, that was a good segment. I think we've got a winner. I think it's Tony. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ross, very good. We're going to have Andy Shea back in here for quarter number four. Stick around for that. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lion's soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com.